What's going on, everyone? And welcome to the Culture Icon Podcast, where each episode we connect with aspiring life enthusiasts who encourage empowerment by overcoming adversity, staying true to their values and beliefs, lead by example, and share life experiences while elevating the mindset of individuals or community. On this podcast, we dive deep into the lives of regular people who have goals, dreams, a vision, and a unique story that only so many people can relate to. These individuals are willing to share their story in hopes to inspire people who are going through similar circumstances or may need a little motivation to keep pushing towards a particular goal. We will discuss these individuals' different life experiences, journeys, thoughts, and beliefs that have led them to where they are at today. On this podcast, we tell no lies, no fake stories of glamour or struggles, just the lives we live. My name is Zach Dewberry, creator and host of the Culture Icon Podcast, and I want to personally thank you for tuning in to this episode. So today I have the pleasure of speaking with someone I, I truly look up to and has been an inspiration to me to create content, chase my dreams, and to keep going. Hugh Wynn is the creator of Exceed, an athletic-inspired apparel company. Earlier this year, he stepped on stage to compete in a physique competition, and then most recently, he packed up his stuff and moved out to Phoenix for a new job. I wanted to bring Hugh on to talk about a few different topics, you know, leaving his job in Minneapolis to take on a new job in Phoenix, stepping on stage and competing, and then also starting Exceed while, while he was in college at Minnesota State. So Hugh, welcome to the Culture Icon Podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Um, I'm excited to to be on the show. Uh, this is my first podcast, and uh, no, no big deal. People always always mess this up, but it's it's pronounced Huey. Oh, I'm sorry, Huey. Huey. <laughs> sorry, I probably yeah. I, yeah. Well, thank you for correcting me. So, no well, uh, well, uh, well. First off, uh, are you are you settled in your new place yet? Yeah, uh, sort of. I'm. You know, I got my bed on the ground. Uh, the apartment's not furnished, but it, when I moved down here, it was so quick um, that I was just basically living out of Airbnbs, and I was just paying for, like, a hostel. Yeah. And so that was hard to stay on top of my structure and everything, but it's been getting better, man. I can't complain. Uh, I'm definitely feeling a lot more settled than settled in now than I was before. Yeah. So, well, that's awesome. Well, I want to dive into the transition. You know, you you were working in in Minneapolis at it was it was Hayworth Media Marketing. Yep. Hayworth Hayworth Marketing and Media. Yep. Okay, and so then you, I remember when we link, we linked up last. You uh, at the end of our our little meet, you were, you told me that you were you were like, oh, by the way, I'm moving out to to Phoenix in a couple of weeks. So. Um, how did that all go down? Like as far as, you know, accepting the job offer, you know, moving, looking for a new place and, and all that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was, uh, so first of all, it was, it was hard to leave. I I liked where I was at Hayworth. Um, I didn't really love the work I was doing, but I was learning a lot and my coworkers and the culture and the people that, that, you know, surrounded me at work was, we're so tight. And I can genuinely, genuinely say that there were, you know, close friends of mine. So it was hard to leave that. But um, it was one of my affirmations for this year, for 2019. I, I just I knew that I wanted to leave Minnesota. Uh, 
you know, I couldn't take the winters anymore, man. I don't know how you, <laughs> it's already <laughs> cold up there, isn't it? It's like, it's, it's like 40 already, right? It's, it's getting there. Yeah. The, the mornings definitely, you feel, you feel the fall breeze. So, so yeah, we're, that time of the year is coming. Yeah, dude. So, so yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, and that's, you know, for some people, I just knew I, I wanted to move. So I uh, started looking at some jobs in California and uh, that's kind of the dream to end up there, but I saw a really good opportunity at OH Partners, which is where I'm at now. And uh, yeah, I just saw an opening. It was listed. It was like listed like 25 days ago, I think. And so I was like, shit, man, like I need to, um, I need to get on this. Yeah. So uh, worked on my resume and then I was about to say, I, I remember I got through all the whole application and it was the final part where you upload your resume and it was like upload cover letter. And I was like, fuck dude, like I'm so bad at writing a cover letter, like just talking about yourself, you know? Yeah. that's and, Those are hard to write. Yeah. So I was like, man, what if I just film a video? So I, um, I, you know, wrote out everything that, that I wanted to touch on in the video and uh, hit up my, my buddy Chase, who was my video arc for helping me on with Exceed. He would help me with some videos. Um, he's actually my roommate now. Okay. Um, and so we filmed it. It took like four hours to film. It was I remember it was cold as hell that day. <laughs> and so, uh, we just filmed in downtown Minneapolis. I edited it that night, submitted it, and then I got on a call with them like three days later. Wow, that's awesome. And that's almost like the... I feel like, you know, companies should move that way now. It's like, instead of writing a cover letter, it's like, you should create a video because that's, that's way more authentic. And, you know, you can actually see what that person, you know, get a better feel for them. Because, I mean, I'm sure you could have just gone the lazy route and paid somebody yeah. to write a cover letter for you. But, but the fact you're yeah. like, like, I almost hey. did. <laughs> Hey, I almost did, dude. I don't blame that. My whenever, whenever I apply for, if I apply for a job, my mom's like, she's like, "I'll write your cover letter," and I'm like, "That's not how I sound." So yeah, so yeah. I applied. No, yeah, I almost hired. Me. I almost hired uh, my my coworker Riley. Uh, shout out to Riley. She was she's like super good at writing cover letters and does resumes and all that. So, but uh, but yeah, we had to keep it low key while I was there because you know she was working there at the time. But. Yeah. So then yeah. when you were so you when you were doing you know, all this, you know, applying, interviewing and all that, where, like you said, you're, you kept that low key and just tried not to tell people. Yeah, dude, kept it super low key. I only told a few of the close people that I work with, but you know, I mean, it, it got out, yeah. <laughs> it got out and I was like, damn, I can't trust anyone, dude. Yeah. But uh, no, it's cool. I, I mean, I get it. Like you gotta, you gotta be prepared for it. And uh, we were kind of in a, in a uh, I was working on Walmart that was my client. So, uh, we're gearing up for uh, the holiday season and, um, you know, we're already kind of short staffed as it was. So once word got out, it was more of people trying to, you know, protect themselves and, and make sure that they didn't, they're not working, you know, overtime and, and, you know, forced to cover my work while I'm gone. So, that, you know, I, I understand that they, they told my manager, but she reached out to me. She texted me and she's like, Hey, I heard you're leaving. And, you know, tried to do everything that she could to get me to stay and yeah. she's like what would the ideal situation look like and I was just like look you know I it's not even it's not even that like I just need to I know I need to get out you know yeah and that when it comes to that point where it's like 
if if someone's asking you to stay and it's like I'm chasing my dreams or this is a goal of mine and or like you said it, it was one of those affirmations it's like I mean they'd have to like pay you a million bucks to stay but even still you'd have to deal with the winters so exactly man so that's awesome that you stuck to uh you know what you wanted to do and you know so so what's your what's your role at at you said the new place that you're at now it's called OH Partners yeah, OH part OH partners stands for Owens Harkey. So those are the those are two of the four partners that own the company. Um, and so when I was doing my research in this company, Scott Harkey, he's like he's just this hustler dude, and uh, really looked up to him. Really looked up to the chief creative officer um, that's at this company and the CEO. He actually used to be the president of the Phoenix Suns um, oh, wow. for like nine years. Yeah, and he and like just. There's just a lot of people that I looked up to in the company and the the role. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess to answer your question, I'm a social media account executive. I work on the Gila River Hotels and Casinos uh, client and then also a casino in Maryland called Live Casino. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy, man. Like, I don't know. I didn't know anything about casinos, like nothing about the industry. I went, I gambled, I gambled on, like, my 18th birthday, you know. Did the yeah. whole did that whole thing, but I never <laughs> never went back. <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome. So, what's what's life like in in Phoenix? I I would I remember I think it was you had you had been out there for a week, and I was on a little vacation with with my girlfriend out there, and I mean we weren't able to to link up, but I mean it was it was over Fourth of July, and man, yeah. it was it was hot. So so what's what's life like out there? Yeah, it was definitely hot when I when you moved down, but you you experienced it. It's like a dry heat. Um, yeah, and you can't really explain that except like the simplest way to explain that is like it's not as humid. Um, you know, when it's over, when it's like in the one tens, like it it's not humid, but it's hot. Like you're gonna be sweating if you're outside for five to ten minutes just standing there. Yeah. Um, but it started to cool down, man. Like we're in monsoon season now. It's been raining, um, and it's like highs are like 85s which feel like minnesota 70s yeah but i remember when i I got back to to minnesota and it was like i think it was 80 degrees out but it was just yeah. super humid and i was like wow i think i'd rather be in phoenix with the with the dry heat rather than the, the humidity so well that's good though it's starting, some... starting to cool down and uh yeah so you're definitely you're, some pros and cons, man. Like I, I, uh, I love, I love the weather out here, but you know, definitely miss the lakes, miss the rain, um, which I never thought I would say, but <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you mentioned you, you have a roommate out there. Is that, and that's someone, that's someone you knew that was, that was your videographer. Yeah. So it was more contract work. I wouldn't say he was like my dad's okay. dedicated yeah. videographer. So I'd contract him out for a few things and I was kind of helping him. Um, he had picked up videography about a couple of years ago. So before I even started Exceed, I was um, making videos. And so uh, kind of been helping him. And then I live with another friend of mine, Charles. He's, uh, he's just someone I met at the gym at Los Campeones. He's, he's a bodybuilder. Um, and so, yeah, it's cool, man. Like living with, with, you know, a bunch of dudes and then, um, my roommate Chase's girlfriend, she competes too. So everyone's just on their, their healthy grind, man. It's, it's good to be around uh, like-minded people, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it just 
probably keeps you keeps you motivated and you know keep you up you know, I'm sure getting out there those first first couple of weeks you weren't able to you know stick to the you know eat, eating healthy and and being Dude, in it was like the first couple months bro like I just oh wow just could not find yeah I just couldn't it not even until recently bro like I just could not find my groove it's it was hard because I couldn't really prep my own food and I was eating out all the time and just trying to keep up with um, the level of work I have at OH partners and then working on these cut and sew products going through the sampling process for exceed just trying to keep up with like trying to balance everything you know and yeah. the first thing to go is like my 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 health you know like not eating clean and not getting enough sleep and not training so it's been a roller coaster but you know finally settling in and finally feeling like I got I'm getting my routines back well good well good so have you have you found a a new gym like a, a home gym out there yeah dude I love uh I've been training at EOS it's kind of like a lifetime just not as expensive yeah. So they basically just bought out all the Gold's gyms out here. So I've been training there and I've been training um at uh Independence Gym too, which is like a it's 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 like a known gym out here. Um Yeah, I've heard of busy, that. but Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of like bodybuilders that train there, so it's nice to be in that environment. Yeah. So let's uh let's transition into into you. I mean, you remember you you competed, you you got on stage uh man, I, I, that's, that's a grind right there. I mean, just, just watching you. Cause you, know, you could, you could see your, your transformation from, you know, week to week. And uh, so what, what made you want to get on stage and compete? The biggest thing I should say, like, it was, it wasn't necessarily wanting to look a certain way. Yeah. It was more so I was at a point in my life during that time I had um, left my friend's company I was working with at the time. I had just relocated back to my parents' house. Um, I had a team working with me for Exceed and and left that. So it was back to just like myself. So I kind of hit a a rock bottom, you know, and uh, wasn't I wasn't even working at Hayworth at the time I was just working a manual labor job uh, at a company called Brownsworth and so I was just like installing offices and just like doing all this manual labor work being sort like you know in an environment of people that didn't like what they were doing they were very negative they were doing drugs all this stuff and so um, I was just like man like at that point too I think this was this was August 2018, and uh, and yeah, man, I just like I had stopped going to the gym, so you know, slowly I, I wanted to challenge myself to something that would make me feel like myself again, and 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 uh, use discipline to get myself out of that rut. Yeah. So that absolutely. was the that was the main that was the main driver. Yeah. And, and obviously that it, it went pretty well. So what, uh, what category or what class did you exactly compete in and what was that experience like? And like, I guess, how long were you, how long did you train and prepare for that? Uh, so yeah, so I trained for, it was, it was a 26 week prep. Um, wow. So that's, that's like five, what, five, six months almost. 
yeah, it was six months. It dude, it sucked. It was like, it was cool because you know, to stay disciplined throughout the summer when everyone is hitting up the rooftops and you know the rooftop bars and like going to happy hours and everyone's having fun in the summer, but you can't do that. It yeah. sucks, but then it was like you get a whole new level of confidence. You're like, I I'm comfortable saying no, and I I'm, um, I I I don't have that fear of missing out. You start to get used to that. Yeah. So yeah, it was a it was a six month prep. I competed in men's fizzy, um, and I feel like I got lucky, man. Um, I, I I lost. I think I I went from one sixty seven in my state when I stepped on stage. I was one forty seven, um, so lost a lot of weight. And then I ended up taking first in the novice uh, men's physique division, the novice overall or the men's physique overall. And then in the open overall, I got third. If I would have gotten first, I could have went pro that day. Was that, was that something that like you, like, were you even thinking about the possibility of, of going pro or like, were you just like, I'm just happy to step on the stage? Yeah, dude. I was just, I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just like, I want to place well. But I didn't want to get my hopes up. I was just like, hey, I, I'm happy with where, like, I'm proud of myself for how far I've gotten. And I'm ready to get up there and have some fun. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't until, like, the night before where I was, like, doing some research on all the other guys. I normally don't – throughout the whole prep, I was like, I'm not going to look at anybody else or compare myself to anyone else because I didn't want to, you know, mess up my mind. And yeah. – uh, it wasn't until the night before I looked and I was like, dude, I think I have a pretty good chance. Well, that's awesome. So, I mean, at least you waited until the, the day before rather than, you know, if you were looking at that a month or two or even three months out, you would, you would just be, you would be thinking about looking better than them rather than looking, than just being at your absolute best. Yeah, dude. And when you're, when you're dieting like that and restricted and you're doing like, an hour of cardio and drinking two, like, you know, two up to two gallons of water a day, day in, day out on top of work and running whatever side hustles that you have going on. Like that's the last thing that you need to think about is like, I'm not doing enough or like thinking that you, like, just, you know, your th I, th I think your thoughts are things. So, you know, if I were to think like, I'm not doing well enough, I'm not doing well enough or you just start to get in your head, it's just going to hurt you more than it's going to help you. Yeah. And those, those things come, those things come to reality. It's like, you're, I don't think people realize how, how powerful your mind is. And, you know, yeah. those, those, I mean, whether they're positive or negative thoughts, it's, they'll steer you in the direction that you do or don't want to go in. So that the discipline and all that was where, did you have a pretty good support system or did you have some, some people who were questioning what you were doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question, man. Um, my family definitely didn't, my mom, uh, didn't really understand what I was doing. My dad thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> and my little, my little brothers thought it was cool. And, uh, yeah, for the most part, like, you know, my coworkers and my friends were all supportive. I, I, I try to keep my circle, like, you know, I try to surround myself with people that believe and support what I'm doing, you know? So absolutely didn't really deal with that much and the you know the, the thing about my mom too is like a, asian tradition like an asian culture 
like the mom is always going to try to be the nourishing um, person. So they show love through their cooking and through food. So for me not to be able to eat her food, it was like, what, like how else am I going to show love? <laughs> yeah. That was almost like, I'm sure that was like a slap in, slap in the face to her. You're like, you right. know, cause um, well, if we just want to rewind um, for our, our audience who may or may not know you, um, you, you mentioned the Asian culture. If you just want to kind of just talk about, uh, you know, race, ethnicity, your, your family culture. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, thanks for bringing that up too. I think that's important. Man. Yeah, um, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we could do a whole another podcast on my, on how my parents even got here. So I'm Vietnamese. My parents um, moved here in I think it was like 1992 they moved here I was born in 93 um but they had no idea they were moving it was similar to what I did with Arizona like it was super impulsive last minute type of thing like all like a huge risk but they made it here and um you know growing up I was never I didn't wasn't taught like English I just learned through watching tv and like talking with my older brother and we, we were like, my parents are very traditional. So, you know, at home, like it's, you know, you have to refer to your, your elders in a certain way and your older brother in a certain way. And, um, you know, just the way that you speak to each other, like we couldn't use English um, around my parents. Yeah. So it was like Vietnam inside the house. And then on the outside with school, it was, it was America. And so that was like that culture, like, you know, when you get um, culture shock, when you go to a different country. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it was like growing up with that. It was like, you go to school and all these kids are dressed a different way and they have these shoes or, you know what I mean? Like they, ha- they have a different style and you're just like rocking like hand-me-downs from the garage, from the garage sale, you know? And like, yeah, people are making fun of you and calling you like, so yeah, like I dealt with that growing up, man. I think that's the way, that's the reason why I like love fashion so much, but then, yeah, absolutely. you know, with that, I think that's also a reason why, like, I care so much about my culture and, like, giving back to my parents because they did such a good job of, of raising me right and, like, making sure that I, one, kept my language and, two, kept my culture. Yeah. So do you are – you, you, are you still fluent in, in Vietnamese? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We still, so, I still speak Vietnamese to my parents. Okay. So do do they did they ever learn English or is it like you said in the in the house it's Vietnamese and um, yeah did they did they ever you know take in any type of a, like Americanized uh, lifestyle cultures you know as far as the English or just any type of any things in life mm-hmm. yeah they definitely did um, my parents are definitely less strict now. My my dad is pretty fluent in English. He's still got the accent, and my mom is uh, – she can understand it, but she doesn't speak it as well. She's always worked in places where she didn't really have to use English that much. So, um, you know, I wish she could speak English more. Um, but, yeah, they, I mean, they'll still, like, call me for, like, yo, we got, you know, this – this call from this pharmacy like what does this mean you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) you're almost like the you're the you're their you're their translator and yeah dude for everything and i'm like yo like my little brother's 16 like he can help you guys i was helping you guys when i was like 10 like (laughs) do they ever use uh 
have you ever shown him like Google Translate or, <laughs> or anything like yeah. that? Yeah. Dude, it's funny because I'll have conversations with my mom and I'm fluent in Vietnamese, but there's just some words that we don't like. There's just some words that don't trans translate like yeah. like and this is a bad example. But like the word light, like obviously we have a word for light in Vietnamese, but like, you know, for just an example of a word, like we might not even have that word in Vietnamese. So I'm like, I have to like use Google Translate to find context around a sentence to explain what I'm talking about. Wow. That's crazy. And it's, yeah, dude, it's crazy. And like, and like, my parents still don't fully understand what I do for work either. It's kind of funny. But they, they at least understand that you're like making a living and you know, chasing your dreams and yeah, whatnot. So, so when you when you told them that you were like, because were, were you living at home when you told them you were you're gonna move out to Phoenix? Yeah, man, I was living at home. And uh, my mom started crying, dude. It, I mean, my mom and I have a really uh, close relationship. And uh, um, I have a really close relationship with my younger brothers, too, and my dad. Um, well, I mean, with everyone. But um, my so, you know, out of all the brothers, I have an older brother and two younger brothers. But my mom, I would say, is, like, closest to me out of all the brothers. So it's really hard for her to, when I told her. Yeah, to let you go and... Just like, just like your job, did she, uh, did she try to convince you to stay? She did. She was like, well, I don't, she never really convinced me to stay. She was just like, when I told her about the, the application and that I applied, originally I wasn't going to tell her that I applied. I was only going to tell them once I got the job, but I was just so excited, man. Cause I had some really good interviews and then I told them and she was like, she was like, yeah, I was hoping that you you didn't get the job <laughs> <laughs> and like, and, like, and, 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 like and, and i'm sure you didn't take it to heart but you, you i'm sure you understood where she was coming from with it like hoping you didn't get it so that you wouldn't you wouldn't be leaving type of thing yeah dude i, I was like i was just like damn man i was like damn mom like i love you you know i, I thought it was cute i thought it was funny but yeah um you know well, yeah I, yeah it was it was it was hard but you know they, they, she, I mean, she left and went to a different country, you know? So I, I spun that on her. I'm like, Hey, you left your whole family. Like, at least I'm moving in, in the, inside the country. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can at least it's, I mean, yeah, you're like a couple thousand miles away, but like you said, you're still in the, in the same country. And, um, so do you, do you plan on like making visits back home or are you trying to just, you know, I mean, I'm sure you'll come back eventually for something, but. Are you trying to just like stick it out there as long as you can, make it on your own, be your own person? Def yeah, definitely, man. Like definitely both of those. Um, I'm going back home in October for my dad's birthday. I'm shooting a wedding and then um, yeah, just kind of hanging out with spending time with family. Um, yeah. yeah. And, but then, you know, uh, not trying to travel back too much. I mean, it's not even that expensive. It's just, I want to get established and stay focused out here. So then I can get to a level where, you know, if I want to take, you know, a week off, I can do that. Or if I want to fly them down here, I can do that. So, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm sure they would, they would love that just because it's, it, I mean, the fact if you, you know, paid for them to fly out there, they would, it would make sense that like you're doing just fine, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so on top of, 
on top of your move out to Arizona and your new job, um, your I'm sure this is your your baby, but exceed the the clothing brand. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that. What was or when when did you get when did you start this? When where did the inspiration come for to start a, a clothing line? Yeah, dude, that's a good question. I I've always been inspired by fashion and by clothing, and I think that's because it's be due to the fact that I grew up with a lack of that. Yeah. Um, and so the idea of starting a brand happened when I was in like sixth or seventh grade when I first started skateboarding and I wanted to have like a board shop or like a board company and like sell t-shirts and stuff. And then it slowly, as my hobbies and my passions evolved into, you know, creating videos and then getting into fitness, it turned into wanting to create a fitness brand. And at this time, this was like, I didn't even know, what Gymshark was like, I didn't even know about these other brands. Yeah. So it was like, and that when I started exceed, it was like 2015. So that was when Instagram was still really early on. And the brands that are killing it now were like, they were consistently, you know, putting out early on Instagram. Um, And so, yes, I started in 2015 and the whole reason was just to have a brand, have something that I could create um, and create this like platform in this community to inspire people. And I think that really the root of that stems back to being an older brother and being a role model to my younger brothers and feeling fulfillment in impacting them and inspiring them to be better. And so that's what I wanted to do. Like if I could, I thought about if I could do something full time, like, and be completely free and just do that, I, it would be exceed a hundred percent. And that's been the, that's been the goal since I started and it hasn't changed. Um, if anything, it's just, I'm more motivated than ever, man. Yeah. To, to a, keep going. Yeah. And that's awesome. Cause most people, once they get through that, I mean, they don't even make it into like, you know, a few months or even a year because they see how how difficult and how hard Dude, it it's, is. Like, it's a just, crazy stat. I think it's like 80% of clothing brands don't make it past the first year. Yeah. And by don't make it, it means either they run out of funds or they quit. Yep. And, and the, or they don't, they, you know, I, there's this, this meme out there of like two people digging for gold and. Oh, yeah. Yep, and, yep. and you know the one one person is he's like an inch away and he quits because he's been digging so far and the other person is just they're grinding away so it's yep. so what was the the first what was the first couple of months first year like for you you know just to not give up and just to keep it going the first year was awesome dude like i at that point i had already had a good um, background in creating videos and shooting content so I felt I was just passionate about like getting out there and shooting content and advert and like advertising but now that I know more about branding like I did it all backwards you know like you don't start you don't start with Instagram and content you start with the business plan and then you know the designs and logistics and operations and then you know what what kind of value you're going to give to people and what what how do you want to be perceived and then once you have all that down how much money you're going to allocate towards, you know, marketing. So 
I had it all ass backwards, but I wouldn't change it, man, because you learn so much along the way. Um, the first year we had a lot of momentum and, um, you know, it was great. I think, you know, looking back, those were, those were like, look, like, I feel like it's crazy because five years from now, I feel like looking back to the, within the first five years, I'm be like, damn, like that was like the golden era. Like I love, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you always look back Just and you're like, like, damn, that was so sick. And that's kind of how I feel about the first first year first two years i was like dude that was dope like i yeah. can't wait to see where we're gonna be in 10 years and and so you said you started it in 2015 so this was at, at pretty much at the at the end of your of your time and college at minnesota state and and that's where actually no i still had two years dude i didn't oh, graduate wow. okay. I did a, yeah i did a i did a victory lab my man yeah so <laughs> you so you still so you were you had a full a full schedule you were trying to launch the brand and then at the same time and then you were you were also you know helping out with with other buddies as well and so like yeah you said, dude, that was like you said it was, it was kind grind, of the, gold, the, gold, the golden era i'm sure but you, like you said it uh i mean you remember when we first started working together i was working for the social butterfly yep full time yep. full time and doing exceed um and then, and that was like after I had graduated school. While I was in school, I was working at Bureau Five Hundred Seven. Uh, it was it's like this agency through the through Mankato State. So I was a project manager there. And then I was creating content for Social Butterfly, just kind of getting paid, you know, by project, kind of helping Brandon um, build that. That's my homie. He's actually coming to visit this weekend. Um, so yeah, so then I was doing that. So like, dude, there was at a time I was literally doing Butterfly. B five oh seven school and exceed, and I was I remember being so fucking stressed, but looking back, dude, like that was a blast. Yeah, <laughs> and those yeah, because now I'm sure when you you, know, you sit back and look at it, you're like, you know, when you do get some free time, you're like, wow, five, you know, four or five years ago, I, you know, you couldn't even like go out and have a drink. It was just because it was like a project here, exceed, you know, do school work. Yeah. So, um, school was on the back burner for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I hear you, man. Dude, my uh, professor, my advisor, literally, not to cut you off, but he, my, I walked in. He was my advisor and my professor. This was like a week after he tried to get me suspended for this group project bullcrap. And then I walk in. He's like, he gives me the test. He's like, sign this test. I don't even want to grade your exam because I know you're not going to pass. He's like, just lock in your grade. If you sign it, I'll lock in your grade at a D minus. And if I, wow. and looking back, dude, if I would have taken that test, dude, it was the ultimate like slap in the face though. It was just like, I don't even want to waste my time with you. I don't, I know you're not going to pass, bro. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hell yeah. Like I signed it and locked it in the D minus. But if I didn't pass that exam, I would have gotten a two five GPA and I wouldn't have passed college. I would have had to retake that class, but I was sitting at a two seven. So, wow. So barely made it. So- so I'm sure that that guy's, you know, fueled the, fueled the motivation. So in 10 years or so, you can come back to him and I'm sure you'll laugh at him. But um, so what were those, what did those early, those first, you know, those first months, first year, what did that, you know, what did that teach you? Like the, you know, the struggles and the difficulties, like, what do you think you learned from that? You know, that's helped you out today. Um, I would say number one is definitely just focus on myself. 
like self-awareness. I know that a lot of people talk about it, but it's so real because looking back, like the name of the brand exceed and what we represent in fitness and just like going the extra distance, it, you know, the brand has just building this brand has taught me so much about myself because the first few years, like I was so, I cared so much about putting out content and driving awareness and driving people to, you know, know the brand, associate with the brand and, you know, obviously buy, buy into the brand, but I should have focused more on myself. Like, you know, what does the brand mean to me? And like, what, what, how I want, how we want to be perceived by other people. And then as well, like, you know, am I actually taking care of myself? Am I taking care of my body? You know, am I training the right way? Am I eating the right things? Um, Am I investing time into self-development, like reading books and listening to podcasts? Um, And to be real with you, bro, like I look back, you can go back into my Instagram and see it. Like I posted pictures of books and I remember like vividly, like I would read for like five minutes, take a picture and probably and like put it down. Like, bro, if I would have just read those books, like if I would have just actually read it all the way through, I'd be so much further than I am now. But again, like I wouldn't change it. I think everything happens for a reason. So, you yeah. know, now I and, actually read books and I don't, I don't flex it. <laughs> like yeah, I just read it. It's just, it's just for me. Like, like It's just move, like move in silence. It's like, you don't need mm-hmm. to, it's like, you don't necessarily need to show people that you're, because I, I think a lot of people do that. They're, you know, they're, like you said, they'll, they'll pick up the book and take a picture of it. Like, Oh, I read this, but it's like, you're, you know, you're, it's, it's more of a flex than a, an actual like learning experience. Right. So, so is that kind of taught you just to like almost just keep your mouth shut and, you know, it's, it's better to say, you know, better to say nothing and just keep it to yourself and, you know, be proud it's of yourself. Ta- yeah, no, for sure. I think it's like, it's just that awareness of yourself. Like, I question myself, like, why am I doing this? What's my intention? So it's not necessarily going dark, you know, and by going dark, it's not like silent. Like, so I don't really do that. I just, when I, before I post something, I'm like, okay, what's my intention? Do I want to like, am I trying to reach out to someone that was in a stage of life that I was previously in? You know, if that's the reason, then yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to post this. Yeah. Um, Or if it's like something that really resonated with me, in that moment, like if I read something or if I hear a story that I'm inspired by, you know, or anything along those lines, like I'm going to share that. And then I've also learned just like, it's so easy to fall into this, this loop of social media and especially my role, like I work in social media. So I just don't, I'm just, I'm always on it. Like that's my job. You you never get a break from it. Yeah. But I'm proud to say like, I've used the uh, screen time app and I don't use Instagram for more than three hours a day. Like, and and I, I actually, that. I've been doing that lately and um, man, that, that is one of the best apps ever. And I, and I highly, highly suggest people turn that on if they have an iPhone. Cause man, you don't realize how, how much, yeah. how long you just sit on an app and, you know, like yeah. you were saying, you, you work in social media and then, yeah. and then you run, you run three and your own personal Instagram accounts. As far as like, you got your like personal one. You have uh, obviously I have my personal. I have Exceed, and then I have Hella Close, which is like 
it's it, it's an opportunity for me to kind of put all of my creative expression into one place under one name. So, you know, I'm not really pushing freelance, but if I have an opportunity, it's a great way for me to get my foot in the door to work with, you know, influencers or companies or brands that I want to work with and kind of just be a sponge and learn from them. Um, and I, I want to say this too before I forget, but like do Instagram, not just Instagram, but social media in general can like it can destroy you like it can really fuck you up and yeah. I, I feel like it's done that to me and I'm I'm like I'm lu- I feel lucky to have gotten out of that and it's an everyday struggle like it's not like oh I'm done with it it's never gonna happen again you have to like hold yourself accountable because it can destroy you but you can also use it as a resource and it's just it just goes back to using these platforms with intention so yeah. like when I hop on Instagram now it's like okay am I Am I prospecting? Am I looking for people that I want to work with for the brand? Or am I, am I looking to connect with people that I look up to? Am I looking to provide value to someone that, you know, I want to just associate myself with? Or, or you know, sometimes like when it's just downtime, instead of scrolling, like, like I picked this up from my roommate, Charles, he's always just like laughing at the funniest memes. And like, it's just like, I, I, I only use these apps for those reasons. And then, you know, on my downtime when I just want to chill, like I'll pick it up and just go to things that entertain me, like funny things. But I, I don't, I refuse to look at like, I, I refuse to just like follow people from high school because they follow me. Like, I don't yeah. want to sound like a dick, but like, I don't need to see, you know, your, I love dog photos, but I don't your, need to see photos dog. of your dogs. Or, <laughs> dog. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to see that unless your dog is lit. Like, I don't need to see, like, keep up with you in that way. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, I want to co- consume content that inspires me, um, that empowers me and, and that entertains me and that, like, is funny to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Positive and vibes I, only. And I, I, can, I agree with you on that. And I'm, I can relate because I, I, that's why I started my fitness page. It was like, you know, my, my personal page was more of just like friends and whatnot that I, like my best friends and then it was like the fitness page was more of like who, like, you know, who can, insp- like, what am I getting inspired by and yeah. and whatnot. And, and then I learned as like, as soon as I, I got, my page got hacked and, and I just deleted it. And then like two weeks later, I had like multiple people reach out uh, to damn, me. Damn, how did it get hacked? It was just my, my email. And I mean, I didn't have a secure I, I just had like you, the most basic you couldn't, you couldn't change the password though i i did but then i was just like almost in my head i, I just got paranoid that it happened again so i mm. just i just deleted it in the whole and all and then um, i think i remember seeing that i was wondering i was like dude you had like a pretty good uh foundation and then I was yeah like, you delete it yeah so then and then like a couple weeks later i had like it was like one week all of a sudden had like multiple people reach out and they're like, Hey, like, where are, the, where are your, your fitness videos? And like, even my mm-hmm. brother reached out to me and I was like, and it like hit me and I was like, wow, I'm like, I'm actually providing value and you know, something worth to people. I want to say you're, you're really good at that, bro. And, the, and that's cool that you basically started fresh, but you were, you've been consistent with those videos. Yeah. And, and that, that's something that you should be proud of, bro. And I think, you know, that we're just talking about these things uh, and I know like we're talking about me, but you, you also inspire me, dude, like in the way that you keep up with your training and your, your health 
and and just at a personal development level yeah. too like i know that when i think of people like i can count on the on one hand that are actually living walking the walk and talking the talk like living the day to day like you're included in that bro and i i appreciate that and you know i i can say that right back to you and i and that's what i've been trying to do lately is you know surround i mean there's i mean as you get older you know people's goals and dreams and whatnot go different ways but it's like you know are you inspiring people are you helping people are you like you said are you are you walking the walk are you are you are you you know backing up what you say and Mm -hmm. you know it's it's important to surround yourself with people like that and and that's Mm -hmm. why you know i would you know just even just randomly i'd hit you up and like i mean we would we would link up for you know two hours and just go around minneapolis and like those conversations and you know those are conversations you can't just go out and find like those are like like whenever i left you know after we did a shoot i was just like you know you want to like go build something go create something because you're just like so inspired and um and that's a a big reason why i I reached out to you because i was like you know there's there's not many people who can speak the things that you're speaking and I feel like, you know, if we, if we had some more people in the world like that, I mean, we'd have a a lot better place. And, you know, you know, at the end of the day, we all have to work and do stuff, but it's like, create something that's going to provide value to the world. Hey man, I'm sorry about that. I don't know what happened. No, that's all right. Damn. I was like, of all points, that was, that was the most powerful part. Got (laughs) <laughs> oh, damn it, man! I'm sorry. That, no, that's all right. We, I caught the I I, it, I caught the end before it before it cut out. But um, what I'll I'll ask you now is, I mean, on the, while we're on the topic of 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 you know surrounding yourself with you know people who you know motivate, inspire you, and you know to to do what you're doing. Who who are some people you know? in your life and even I guess on social media that you, that you look up to? Um, I think from, so it's like different areas, right? Like I think from a family and like, like commitment and, um, you know, just like loving part of life. Uh, my mom is probably like one of my biggest inspirations. Um, and then from a point of view of like, you know, just someone that's built something dope and that is, you know, that that's killing it. Um, uh, Kevion Sturdivant, he's a real estate agent out in, in Cali. Um, and then, you know, in my close friend group, I would say, you know, the, the biggest um, two that I could think of would be um, my homie Ian Deloney and Brandon Polizuk. So they work there, you know, they run the social butterfly and uh, Ian's the lead designer over there. So I've just been with those guys since the beginning, man. And like, we're still really close friends um, and we talk almost every day. So it's just cool to see like what they've built. And a lot of people look at things from the outside and think that it came easy or that, you know, they were lucky and you hear it all the time in podcasts, but when it's like a close friend of yours, you know, even dude, even like Michael Jordan with Unreal, like he, like 
he worked his ass off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Blake That's Anderson sweet. is another one too. He's my, he's my supplier. Shout out to Blake. Um, I was training him for a while too. And I, I don't train people, but he like, you know, I'm, I, I wanted to train Blake. Um, he's built visionary manufacturing and his brand covert, which is a, a, a streetwear brand. Um, and he's just, dude, he's just the ultimate hustler. Like he's just super low key. Like you look at his social, like you won't even know what he really does. Um, he barely puts anything out, but he's just the way that he thinks about things. He's just so far ahead of his time. Like dude was like talking to buyers with, uh, you know, at Burton at the age of like 13, no, like, like knitting wow. hats. Like dude, dude's just a just killer. Super, and- just super high level. Yeah, man, just like a go-getter, you know, like just like super, like super, super disciplined and holds himself to a very, very high standard that most people can't even understand. Like, yeah, it's, but yeah, man, it's, it's super important to, to be around those people. And, um, I, I started training Blake just because like, I wanted to be surrounded by that type of energy, you know? Yeah. And that's, and, and some, and a lot of people like, you know, wouldn't do that because they're like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not getting paid or I'm not getting anything out of it. But even just, I mean, like I was kind of saying, like when we would link up, like I wanted to link up with you just, just so I could, you know, so we could talk and just, you know, pick each other's brains. And it's like, those conversations are so hard to, to come across. Cause it's like, cause yeah. Cause it's, I mean, is you're you're on a you know you're developing and you know i'm trying to develop and and grow and you know it's it's like it's part like even part of your the the exceed motto is you know it's grow together and yeah. so you think you think all those those guys that you know that you've personally had in your life do you do you believe that having them has been a, a huge you know huge key to to your success and where you're at now for sure, man. Like I, like it's just so important to be talking to and be surrounded by people that are like-minded, that believe in you, and that are also chasing something in their own life because you're inspired by them. You can talk to them and relate to them on many levels. Um, and I, you know, I'll also say this too, going back to like my rock bottom, man. Like the reason why I started competing, or the reason why I did my first show. Like my friends were killing it. And I had just left that company. Yeah, I had left the butterfly because I was putting a lot of time toward the butterfly. And um, it was great. I was making a lot of money. But that's when I realized, like, it's not about the money. It's about, like, being fulfilled. You know, and I just wasn't at a point in my life where I was feeling fulfilled with the work that I was doing. We were working with some really cool brands. And, like, it wasn't the work. It was, like, it was the fact that I wasn't putting enough time toward Exceed. Yeah. And it, as you put more, more and more time and effort into that, it, I yep. mean, it, it, it not only takes away from exceed, but it, it, it takes up all your energy and you can't, yeah. you can't even like focus on getting in the gym or, right. you know, your relationships and yeah. things like that. And that's, so, and that's nothing against, that's nothing against them. Like that's not their fault. That, that was my fault, you know? Yeah. And, and then, and then, so then that tension built and I got to a point where I became the person that I most, um, you know, dislike is like the envious person, you know, like where you can't be happy for your friend's success. And I knew that at that point, I'm like, 
I literally became the person that that I never thought I, I never identified with and I knew I needed to take a step back and like focus on myself and so once I was able to focus on myself like it's it's cool to be around people that inspire you if it's if it's a positive feeling like if you feel good around it but it's it's also like there's many people that are around people that are killing it or at a, are at a higher level than them and they feel discouraged so you just need to know that about yourself like are you discouraged or do you feel empowered yeah. and only you can decide that you know yeah and that's and that's important that's huge because yeah a lot of people just think that like if if they're on a certain path they're just they just keep walking that path and you yeah. know you know eventually if you keep if you keep if you stay on that path and you keep walking that it's like at some point you're going to realize like you're like where did all this you know where did my life go and the fact that you were able to to do it at obviously such a young age and and realize you know your your own self like you know learn about yourself and know yourself to that to that magnitude that's i mean i mean shout out to you for that because i mean you could because you could have just stuck on that you were just stayed on that route and you You do you feel stuck man you do you feel stuck and that's why it's so it's so important like if you feel stuck or if you're listening to this and you feel stuck with where you are in your life right now whether that's your job your relationship or you know and 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 during that time too i I went through a breakup too and it was my decision to get out of it because i knew i wasn't happy and it wasn't fair to my my partner um but you got to know that for yourself and, and you need to go dark yeah. Like you need to take a step back and get off of social media. If if you're on social media or you're around, it's like a fault of you. You need conversations with yourself. Yeah. And then that's that's Absolutely. that's really the only way. That... So did you? I guess when you were going through some of these times, did you seek out advice? Did you like contact people to, you know, or was it just like, you just got to figure it out on your own? Um, it was, yeah. I mean, I think the best way to do it is to figure it out on your own. You need to have those conversations with yourself. Um, it helps to read a book. It helps to like l- watch things that are motivating um, that inspire you but at the end of the day i think i think you need to get up and you need to train you need to move you need to get your blood flowing you need to um relieve that stress and whatever that anxiety all those all those things that you have bottled up inside you the only way you can do that is if you're exercising so you yes, need to do that absolutely. first and foremost um you need to do that and then you know you need to eat you need to, you need to take care of yourself so eat, you gotta eat right yeah, stop eating junk food and, and take care of yourself. And then once you're doing those two things, like then you can have those honest conversations with yourself because you're going to feel um, a new type of confidence. And you know, yeah, you're going to feel a new type of confidence from being disciplined and getting your ass in the gym and eating right. Yeah. And then you can yeah. have those honest conversations. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. I mean, uh, I mean, that's easier for, I guess us, us to say, but you know, if, you know, the people listening, it's like, you know, take care of your body, take care of your mind. It's, I mean, health, health is more than just your, your body. It's, you know, or how you look, it's, it's mentally, it's, it's spiritually, it's physically, you know, it's all of those things. And I mean, I, it's a trip, dude. It's so, and not to cut you off, 
but it's so much more than lifting. And when I started the brand, it was so lifting, like weight, like training and bodybuilding focused. But because of this brand, because of Exceed and my commitment to build this and to follow my dream, I'm learning all these things about myself that I wouldn't have learned. Yeah. Like I, I can't even imagine if I didn't have this brand and I wasn't chasing this, you know, I would probably be working at a nine to five and like just um, bottling up whatever emotions I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just wake up, go to work, go home, repeat, you know? It's, yeah. And there, I think there are a lot of people who are stuck in that kind of that rut where they don't necessarily have something to look forward to, or uh, they're not happy with, the the lifestyle they live but they think it's too late but it's man it's if if the perfect time to start is now like if you you know you're eating out if you're drinking if you you know aren't active like just go outside for like a 30 minute walk you know yeah eat a eat a you know a, a nice salad with you know some chicken on it you know go to church like that that's one thing i i mean i i started you know, going to church and I felt like, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, it's, you know, health is, you know, mentally, physically and spiritually. And like, yeah, once I found that aspect, I was just like, then I, you know, started, I wanted to create things like this and, and you know, start connecting with people. And I was like, right. So now I'm starting to get that, you know, fulfillment, you know, that it's, it's hard to find. So dude, it's like, that's so good to hear too, because it's like, once you take care of yourself and you get yourself into a good spot, then you want to do things to feel fulfilled and impact others. Yep. 100%. And that's like the highest, that's like the highest level of love that you can, and love and positivity that you can give to people mm-hmm. is, is to inspire them and to impact them. Yeah. And, and there are so many different ways that you can, that you can do that. And, um, you know, I know we've been, we've been going for a little while, but I just want to ask you one last one last question, like what are, or a couple more, a couple more questions. What are, what are some of your, your goals you're looking, you're, you're looking to achieve and are you working towards for these next couple of years? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, 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 I'm fortunate to work at a, at a company that I, um, that I actually enjoy, um, and to, you know, be learning, uh, you know, a lot of, things that I wouldn't if I did if I wasn't here and so you know I'd love to keep moving up in the company um keep learning because as much as I would love to say that I'd love to um be self fully self-employed with exceed there's so much more that I need to learn from you know a management point of view um an operations point of view and there and and like I can I have that opportunity to learn that through this company through OH so I want to. I definitely want to keep moving. Uh, get promoted soon. So it's mid- get into a leadership position, um, and then uh, with Exceed, man, I I would love to. Um, one of my biggest goals is to have an office out here. Yeah. So fully myself, just be able to have a space where it's a studio. I keep all the inventory, and it's my office. Yeah. So then, when I you know when we work with with people, we can bring them out and you know have a headquarters. Yeah. And is, is that a, is that something that you've written down? Is that one of your affirmations that you have? Is the, yeah, man. I've, yep. I've written it down. And that's, and, and that's another thing for, 
people listening, it's like, dude, write, write stuff down. It, it, it'll stick with you. It'll, it'll, you know, hold you more accountable and you, mm-hmm. and you, it's just gives you something to look at. Cause I mean, just like if you're taking a test or, you know, in school, it's like writing down your notes and stuff. It, it forces you to remember that. Yeah. So, and it's, and, 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 you know, like it, it it's, um, it's also helpful too, like to write, your short-term goals and your long-term goals before bed, or just at least think about them. I use this app called ThinkUp. And um, before I got hired and moved out here, uh, one of my affirmations on the app, so it's you record your voice and then you can choose like a song or they have like uh, a list of instrumentals you can pick from or you can upload your own. But it's your voice. And I literally, I said like, my name is Hui Nguyen. I'm a social media uh, account executive and business owner living in Phoenix, Arizona. And I recorded that before I sent in my video cover letter. Wow. And I listened to it every night. I listened to it every night before bed. Wow. That and that and a that and like a bunch of other affirmations. Like, you know, my name is Hui Win and you know, I easily and effortlessly attract good people and good things into my life. Um, you just say these things like, I'm a positive person. I'm grateful for this, this, and this. You know what I mean? And you listen to that before bed and it's like you almost like prime yourself to have good dreams and like, you know, a good night's rest. Man, that's, that's super powerful. And I, I want to, I want to end on that. Cause that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's awesome. Cause I mean, you, you essentially just talked it into existence and, you know, mm-hmm. here you are today. And, and I mean, you're, you're only on, you know, probably like step two or three on the journey and you still, you still got a long ways to go, but it's like, but you're, you're on the right path you're you're doing the right things and so hey man i i, I really appreciate you you taking this time to thank to, you man to talk with me and share your story and i mean and us for for us to catch up i mean i appreciate the friendship and all the things that that you've you've done and you've been a huge inspiration to myself to to get things going like like this podcast and in my own brand so so thank you very much thank you bro i appreciate you and and I support you, man. And like, this is awesome. Um, I, I feel honored to be on the podcast. What episode is this? This will be, uh, this will be episode four. So it's nice. So it's still early, but I, I mean, I knew I needed, needed to talk to somebody like you and, you know, cause you know, just that last, you know, 20 minutes that we had, it's, you know, I mean, we could, we could, I mean, we could go on for hours and hours, but just that, there's one thing we could take away i'd tell people to listen to this those last 20 minutes on repeat because i mean your your mind is powerful and the things you tell yourself and yeah i just appreciate you you sharing that that insight into how how you've made it to to the point you're at hell yeah man i appreciate you man thank you you inspired me too man like I've, i've been thinking i wanted to start a podcast too but i feel like i gotta stay in my lane and focus on the uh the few things that I got working on. So, um, yeah, appreciate you, man. Yeah. Awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, bro. Bye. Bye. Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the culture icon podcast with our guests who we win. We hope you took away some valuable insight into his life, his brand exceed the culture icon brand and how you can be an inspiring life enthusiast as well as encourage empowerment today. 
If you like this episode, make sure to share with a friend, subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss an episode and so we can continue to improve the quality of content we are producing. We will continue our best to provide you with meaningful and fulfilling content each and every episode. If you or anyone you know feels they are an inspiring life enthusiast or encourage empowerment, please reach out to us on the podcast page at cultureiconapparel.com. We would love to set up an interview and possibly have you as a guest on the Culture Icon podcast. Thank you again, everyone. And remember to continue encouraging empowerment every day and everywhere you go.